now. Uh, quite a few people on to us responding to uh, that news that broke over the weekend from Professor Martin Cormican. And uh, he was a former member of NEFIT and rather uh, scathing indeed about some aspects of uh, what was imposed upon us and uh, particularly that whole maxim of uh, follow the science he said that was both misleading and amoral. Now we got a response to it so what we'll do is we will return to that on the programme tomorrow. Also uh, Father Jim Purcell in Thurles was on to me just to, to remind you about a great concert it's called the Hallelujah concert featuring Father Ray Kelly and it's happening at the Church of St. Joseph and Bridget Bourne-Nave in Thurles on Friday, March 24th and proceeds from that to the Cathedral re-roofing project and uh, the donation ticket there is uh, €25 Euro. and the special guest on the night the Thurles Parish Youth Choir so it's going to be a gorgeous night now I would imagine tickets will go pretty fast uh, for this so um, if you want to get your skates on you uh, I know they'll be available indeed from the parish office there and other sources around the town as well alright then it is time to uh, feature Fergal O'Keefe uh, of Travel Tales with Fergal good morning to you Fergal good morning great to see you and great to see you as well you are going to whisk us away to uh, skiing in Switzerland yeah and you know what I was just getting in the car to come here now and I'm if you can hear my voice I'm still shivering because I reckon it's colder here today than it was in Switzerland. Today, isn't it? I think we've snow coming or something because yeah, so I'm funny, shivering. This is the skiing season, is it not? It is. So, I mean, the skiing season kind of starts just before Christmas, usually kind of uh, just before Christmas, mm. as well as to get the Christmas market. And then the biggest month traditionally for, say, for Irish people going abroad, quite up, I suppose the midterms is one, but also in January. So, January is probably usually the biggest month. But this year was a little bit um, unusual. And you can imagine people who work in the ski industry around Europe, there was very little snow. And actually the place I went to, before I went there, I'd never heard of it, but it was all over the news actually in January because um, the, the World Ski Championships were going to be there in Aldel Boden in Switzerland and there was very little snow and it was the same throughout Europe. So, mm. you know, but you know, but it is cyclical. I know the global warming is a factor, but it changes because when I was there, a couple of weeks ago there was amazing snow and you know the season I suppose usually goes into March and I would actually say to people you know even now if if you haven't booked booked anything that it's a lovely time to go my, my favourite time actually That's great, is, yeah. is the March and, and this is a very special place for you doesn't it yeah uh, it I mean I actually I actually learned did I, you I kind of forgotten that actually I learned to ski in, in Verbia in Switzerland and I was the gear I was wearing so that was like over 20 years ago or longer and the gear I was wearing in Aldel Boden was all the gear that I, I I got. I bought that gear in Verbi in Switzerland right. many years ago. And actually my ski instructor at the time, I mean, I was 30 like when I learned to ski, but my ski instructor, she was like a real posh English girl and she couldn't get her head around this concept that I had. She kept going, don't worry, it's going to come back to you. And I kept going, there's nothing to come back to. And, and and the week before she'd been teaching uh, Clive Woodward of the, the World yeah, Cup when the yeah. World Cup coach she'd been teaching him to snowboard the week before and she kept saying to me like imagine you're holding a tray of uh, Dom Perignon and I'm going you've got the wrong audience here you know but it, it is it's, amazing It's all about balance is it? Yeah it's it's balance and you know and that's the thing I mean you know, if you can learn to ski, like like my kids, like say my youngest Finn, like he learned when he was four, and like 
you know, you just pick it up immediately. So the younger, if you, if you can it. Well, there's no fear. Right, exactly, and your low centre of gravity. Oh, yeah. and, the, and the big thing is fear because you're, you're going down a mountain and, you know, you should lean forward. And even I was doing that when I was skiing. I, I noticed a few, towards the end of the day when I was getting tired, you start leaning back. Yes. And really, you should be leaning forward into the mountain, things of like that. We, we, the perception that I always had of skiing is that it's expensive, you know. It's, so, uh, it, it, it is, you know, compared to, not, it isn't really more expensive than a sun holiday, but it's the same as everything. You can do it how, you, like just say, well, if I'm doing it, you know, I'll book my own accommodation and my own flights. Or, or actually, you know, like true um, people like Crystal Ski and Top Flight, you can get great deals, you know. Mm. Like this year, there was great deals because the, there was very little snow at the start uh, of the season. Right. So even now, I'd say if you looked, or pe- people like Crystal Ski and Top Flight, you'd get great deals. But you can do it however you want it. But... You know, say for people with families, and this place at Delbodum where I was, I would say is a perfect place for families, is um, it's the best skiing holiday. I mean, everyone says, it. you know, when your kids get a little bit older, when they're in late teens or mm. early 20s, it's the one holiday. If you say to your kids, I'm going skiing, they'll join you. Right. Whereas if you say, I'm going to Lanzarote, then no, I'm going with my mates. <laughs> but skiing is yeah. the one trip where, where the family will stay together. Very good indeed. So Adelboden, that's that's a sort of a family place then, is it? Very much. Yeah. Like real laid back. You know, I would call it like very, very traditional. And that's what made me, you know, realise when I was there, like, what, why is Switzerland so special? I mean, I, I have a mate who lives in New York and, and last week was like going to Switzerland to go skiing, you know, and you're going, going all the way over there. But, you know, it's that cliched view, you know, when you think of mm. like the wooden, uh, you know, the chalets and the wooden houses mm. and all the restaurants are all wooden inside with the smell of cheese in there and the, the chocolate and the hot chocolate. And, oh, it's, very, and it's also very laid back. So like this place, Alida Bodemont, was so special is that it was very laid back, very on ski resorty. So, you know, you talk, like there's still like the butchers and the local shops and everyone, you know, people will salute you and talk to you and they're really nice. Like like one of the people that I was with, we came through trains and the, the conductor gave them like a, a voucher for free coffees just to enjoy their holiday. Pretty and that's nice. something I'd say actually, like yeah. just say Adel Boden, it's a bit of a trip. So you fly into Zurich and I had to get uh, two trains and a bus when I saw the itinerary. But... It actually mm-hmm. was effortless. It's quite amazing, like in Israel, Switzerland. So when I looked at the timetable, there was like for the three of them, the longest gap was five minutes. Like somewhere you'd get off a train and you go from one platform to the other, and it was like a two-minute. But the, it was effortless. Yeah, the Swiss know how to do it, and and my geography is pretty poor. You you were saying that's on the German border, is it? Yeah, yeah. So Alderboden is in the German side, so it's yeah. right in the middle of the country. So you fly into Zurich. And then you 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 know you get the trains there, which I said is effortless, but it is the German speaking side, but absolutely stunning. Like it's this little town yes. surrounded by the mountains, and as I was saying, the World Championships is very famous for that. And I was lucky enough to go on on the actual ski run that they the same run. It's a black wow. run that the World Championships, and it was funny because I was with a bunch of people, and uh, the guide uh, points out to me like at the top of the run and says, you know, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. <laughs> There's an Another a red run which didn't help my confidence at right, all. Right, yeah. And was another guy. Were you there. scared out of your? Mind? No, do you know what is funny? I, I, this weird thing, like <clears> where <throat> you know, if I'm told I can do it, I'll do it. But then if someone says you know you don't have to do it, right. I won't do it. But there was another guy there to so go for it, and I'm so glad I did it because halfway down the run, 
like it really drops but you can see the whole village in front of you must, must be amazing, and the guide yeah. was saying like that when they're doing the run in the world championships like they fly off it but there's 30,000 people below you roaring you on so you can imagine what the adrenaline, the adrenaline like so it was a real buzz I don't think I'd like to ski but I'd love the whole buzz of exactly. the resort is, is that a possibility? Totally and, and that's what I the one thing I would say about Switzerland is I would go it's the perfect country for that and particularly somewhere like Adelboden where if you know, I would say to people like, just because you don't ski, because I've loads of mates that don't ski mm. and they don't get to experience the mountains. So, you know, and I, another thing is loads of every local I talked to kept going how it's even more beautiful in the summer. But you can still go to these resorts. And I would particularly say going to resorts like, say, Edelboden in Switzerland, where um, they're just so picture perfect and beautiful. And I was saying this gorgeous hotel called the Cambrian. So you, you can say these amazing hotels, which price wise, I mean, it's expensive, but maybe equivalent to the Europe price wise in Ireland. But the views were the most beautiful I ever saw with amazing spas and, and you know, an infinity pool where you're looking out over the mountains. But there's loads of activities you can do. And, and on this trip, actually, I, you know, I did tobogganing, which anyone can do. I did snow, snowshoeing through the mountains. So it was at nighttime, it was very cold, it was in the dark. Did this is walking like, on yeah, those so things like tennis on, rackets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're clumping along really slowly and you're going through forests and over, you know, um, uh, overpasses. You can see the lights of, of the village down below you. So, like, it was two hours and, but, it, you know, it was an amazing experience. So you can do things like that or you could do it during yes. the day crampon up to one of the mountain uh, restaurants and have a meal. So there's loads to do and, if you know, I would right. really recommend that. And, and cost of meals and drink and stuff. What 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 is that? Yeah, so like Switzerland is definitely a little bit more expensive mm. than any, you know, like to say Austria would be the cheapest. Yeah. Price-wise is probably, you know, probably still, that's the mad thing about Ireland, living in Ireland is that it's probably Irish prices, maybe a little bit more, you know, mm. but I mean, you know, like when you're in a restaurant in the mountains, you're, that's what you're paying for because you're paying for like the, the are, short yeah. season. Yeah. But I would really recommend it. There's much uh, lampooning of the Irish when they're skiing. They say you can recognise them because they're in the little outfits up exactly. at the top well, of the east. I was joking about my gear because I was like going, mine are all white. I was saying how practical <laughs> is that? Like you can't, you can't see me going down the mountain. Is know? there a snobbery about the gear and the whole yeah, image? Well, you know what? There isn't really because a lot of, I mean, you're really, there. there is and there isn't. I mean, like it's real roughness in a way because you're, yeah. you're skiing all day and you just, you know, you often, well, I love that at the end of the day, like just say the apres ski, everyone's in their gear and their boots and they might have their braces and so in a, in a way there actually isn't you know like some countries are yeah. and some places are, are where, where the super rich go but most resorts are actually very relaxed I yeah. have to say I'm surprised that the Americans coming over to Switzerland because I mean couldn't they go to Canada and, uh, I know yeah. and you know it was mad like in the hotel I was I was in uh, the pool like this amazing pool and there was uh, a couple of girls there who were American so I, I got talking to them. I was kind of intrigued. Mm. And they were wedding planners. So they were over from San Francisco and there was a couple then that came as well. And they were planning to get married there this summer. And also having an afters then in Ireland in some private house in cool. Ireland. Yeah, it was amazing. Wow, and there was Irish staff working there in the Cambrian as well, which was gas because it's like we were kind of in the inside. You know, he was he was asking me like some more wine. I was like, <laughs> keep keep me topped up, you know. Oh, I love it indeed. So your podcast this week is it is it all featuring ski? Exactly. It's yeah, a, yeah. I've done a couple of ski yeah. specials, so it's a ski special again, you know. And I'll be giving facts or whatever about Alda Bowden and about Switzerland exactly. So really recommend that for people. Right. Very good. 
And even a couch potato like me, if I said, ah, hell, I'd love to try this. Can you go out and start from scratch? Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Like every resort has nursery slopes, they call them, where you go and they're practically flat. You know, when you right. when you start, you don't think it. But yeah. And even if you, if you went there and you, you just did that for a day or two and kind of no... Uh, you know, like no expectations. Yes. It's no problem. But even the tobogganing like gives you the feel of the speed. Of but, course. But yeah. you just and you just use your heels to slow yourself down. But it's great crack, I have it's to great. say. And and for skiing, do you need a fitness level, Fergal? How does that work? Yeah, you, you probably do a little bit. Yeah. That's that's where I that's where I uh, wasn't so legendary as I said. Like towards the end of each yeah. day, I could feel myself like the legs were start yeah. the legs were starting to go like a bit of bit of jelly, you know. So good, yes. and that was lovely. Like the hotel I was staying in, you know, yeah. um, had a gorgeous spa and like steam room and sauna, etc. So that was gorgeous for you know for your your bones. Sounds sounds just uh, lovely. Uh, and there is the direct flight then, Swiss Air to Zurich. Exactly. And then you get on your exactly. boats and, and train. Yeah, and it's so easy. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh God, if I miss one, of, and then I only realised on the way back that like, if I'd missed my five sec, my five minute connection, there would have been another one. There's so many different options, yes. you know. And it's so gorgeous on the trains because you're going through over the lakes, these valleys with long lakes and, and mountains. And so the view, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's, the, it's kind of, I would consider part of the experience actually. You know? Is a great, yeah. The Swiss really know how to do things properly, don't they? Um, tell me about your fundraiser because you're doing something special for MS. Yeah, I'm doing a little bit of work at the moment with MS Ireland and on Wednesday, the 1st of March. So it, it's a fundraiser that they're doing. It's called 3,000 Push-Ups. So you know, we're talking about fitness. That's when I was going. I need to work on my fitness. So it's 3,000 Push-Ups in March and it's a fundraiser. So all the details are on uh, ms-society.ie but it's a great one because it sounds like a lot like I mean my Emer, my wife keeps going what you're going to be doing but it actually the way I'm breaking it down is you can you can do like a hundred a day and you know if, if you, you and even that sounds like a lot but it isn't really if, if you break it down because you know the way I'd look at it isn't like you know over 10 times like do 10 right. and, and the beauty of these push-ups is that there's the traditional push-up mm-hmm. but there's also MS Ireland like they've got physio programs for people with MS so they've done like five different press-ups so they also wanted to make sure to do a fundraiser this year for people of all different capabilities you know like say people in a wheelchair etc so they've done five different types of push-ups so you know there's ones like standing just pushing up against the wall or sitting down you know using your arms just pushing against the desk or even on the ground pushing with your knees so there's five different types so uh, you know, on the main page of the, the MS uh, Ireland website, you can go in there and, and register, but also all the details and the different push-ups because I, I think it's a, it's a great one, actually, for, yes. the, for is, the month. Is that the condition that Charlie Bird has? Is, is that Charlie, is it I'm not too has, sure. Yeah. Or, I'm not too sure. Or does he have... Is it Alzheimer's maybe? No, 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 it's definitely not Alzheimer's. I think it could be uh, MS, so it's getting a lot of uh, spotlight Mm. on it, uh, and rightly so at the moment, because it's a dreadful condition. And Well, everybody knows somebody who has it. I mean, to say, like, between 9,000, you know, but really, I'd say it's over 10,000 yeah. people that have it in Ireland. And it's, uh, you know, like, I mean, MS Ireland do amazing work. Like, they've, like they've re, you know, 10 regional offices around the country, but then local branches as well. And, you know, like, same as every charity, like, during COVID times, there was a dramatic drop-off. You know, things like church gate collections and things like that that traditionally charities used to. I mean, you, you know that now. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know myself 
you're uptown, flag days and things like that. You never have cash on you. Yeah, so they're much more yeah, reliant. Yeah. But then on the positive side, say, what they what MS Ireland really noticed, they went online for a lot of their fundraisers and a lot of people really liked that. Like something like this push-up challenge. You know, so many people now are working at home um, and they need a little breaks. So mm. that's, you know, I work from home. So that's yeah. where you have your little gaps. You know, you could be doing them in between the ads, you know, <laughs> while they're on. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm off my head here. Uh, <laughs> Even without me doing that, uh, there are details on the MS Society uh, website, though, isn't there, if you want to get involved? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, How are we looking for uh, 2023, do you think, you know, in terms of holidays and tours? Is there an appetite for it uh, this year? Yeah, I saw some figures the other day and they're saying that, um, I I don't know which airport it was, but presumably we'll say Dublin, but it was like 2% up on 2019 levels, which which is quite amazing. Do you know, like, because I was on here before talking to you and during the COVID times and they were saying it would be 2030 yes. before it would yeah. go back. So it, it, it's gone back to like full, like Aer Lingus are in profitability now, Reiner have, have remained unprofitable. So the numbers are massive. So now the challenge is the airlines are increasing their capacity and the capacity increase in Dublin Airport and all the airports, Cork and Shannon as well, the capacity by the airline is going to be dramatically increased, which means that the air, the airline, the airports have to make sure that they're able to deal with that capacity. To cope with that, so that's yeah. going to be the big and of thing. Of course, you know? we've seen what happens uh, when that goes wrong mm. as well. Our learned listeners informing me that poor old Charlie has motor neuron disease, yeah, not not, yeah, yeah. not uh, MS. So thank and, you so much. Indeed. And actually, when I when I went to um, the airport there a couple of weeks ago. You know, I, I actually got the JJ Kavanaugh bus, which was great. It was very handy. But mm. I went really early thinking, you know, about the queues, etc. So I was hours in advance because I literally arrived at the airport in less than 15 minutes checking in. I had to check in a bag, get through security. And I was there like, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. So, yes. so you had loads of time. And, and it seems like there was loads of staff oh, really nice. noticed that actually. Well, long may it continue. Fergal, it's always a pleasure. Thanks very much indeed. Great to see you. That's it from me. Uh, Emma produced Ali looks after our content. Stephen's on the way with the Time Tunnel. And I will talk to you tomorrow, Bobby. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.